Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's episode. Hey, guess what? Before we get into it, you might have heard, I am drafted to the two Ramagpies as a part of the Carlton Draft. I'm going to be playing a game, dominating, kicking six, and then resetting at quarter time. For the first time in Carlton Draft history, one lucky Victorian women's community club will get the chance to draft the AFLW GOAT, Erin Phillips, to play as a wild card. How bloody good's that? If you want to enter this now to get her down to your football club, visit thecarltondraft.com.au. That's thecarltondraft.com. Cobram Estate is the most awarded Australian extra virgin olive oil. Let it be the hero when entertaining family and friends. Cobram Estate extra virgin olive oil is fresh and full of flavour. Perfect for roasting, frying, baking, dressing salads and for dipping bread. Make your food taste even better with a little help from Cobram Estate. Premium quality, great tasting and a versatile healthy alternative. Buy in store at all major retailers. How are you, boys? Good. Yeah, well, Das, Esbone. Yeah, good. How are you, mate? I'm really well, thank you. Good. How are you guys? No, good. good We're good, recording good. this a bit later in the day normally. We normally do this first in the morning, I must say. A bit zonked? A bit zonked. Yeah, I'm a bit zonked. <laughs> I'm a bit zonky wonked. Sleepy. That's weird, I don't ever say that. Sleepy. <laughs> I'm a bit sleepy. Um, plenty going on, though, lads. Plenty lot, going on. There's a lot going on. You, so you, much you going on. You just came from it back from the snow. Oh, man, I had the best weekend ever. I went to Mount Buller. Like, genuinely... One of those things where when I was like playing footy and any public, uh, like any public, anyone that plays footy, like you don't really go to the snow. Like, have you guys ever been to the snow? Did never you? been. Yeah? No. Once. Once. It's not something that a lot of people do. I'd never been to the snow. Uh, like I'd been in the snow, but I'd never been like skiing or snowboarding until like last year when I went up with Nick, Nick Butler. Um, I had the fucking best two days ever. Went up again this year. Had the best couple of days, and I'm gonna like I've booked in like another three trips before winter's out. What do you just, like about it? It's just I can't believe how like you go there from someone who hasn't been there. You go there and you think like, oh, this is gonna be a fucking nightmare. Like getting up the mountain, parking your car, it's snowing everywhere, like putting all your gear on, having skis, carrying them around. It's genuinely like the best, most easiest way because it's like such an old thing. Obviously, like you get up there. Park your car, car picks you straight up, drops you to your front door of your hotel. Next morning, I got up, went, hide my skis, put them on, literally skied onto the mountain. Like I was, I was skiing onto the mountain. As I'd finished the day, you would ski off the mountain and like ski down a hill onto my street. So I'd like keep skiing to like the front door of my hotel. Like it's basically like there's this big run down the middle and you can just ski off into certain parts. There's like bars and club, like there's like bars and restaurants all up throughout the mountain. You literally get off a chairlift and just like ski to like shit. It's honestly like skiing to the, the club. Man, it is crazy. Like, and you just, the funniest thing is, you just like get to this like cafe or a bar and you like park your skis, take them off, put your pegs in the ground and just leave your stuff out the front. And then you like go in, have food, have a few drinks, get back on your skis and just start skiing again. It's like cycling with lattes. It is. Unbelievable. I, I reckon it was literally the coolest thing I've ever done. Do you just ski or do you snowboard? I don't snowboard. I'm not a 13-year-old. Is that a 13-year-old thing? <laughs> no, it's just a joke we have. But I'm a, I'm a ski guy. Classy. You? What would you? I reckon you'd be a snowboarder. Uh, well, nah. nah <laughs> no, no way. I'd, I love skiing. I was you'd a be snowboarder. a snowboarder. I was. When I, like, I went straight after school. Like, not straight after school. Right after I finished school. And couldn't do it like for the first two days. And apparently it's a bit harder to learn as a beginner. And I went for like a week. I reckon I gave up after get day two and just kind of kept making excuses while I went home early. Yeah. Like back to the lodge. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. a bad situation. Nah, skiing is pretty simple. Like if you've like water skied before or like skated, like you've just got that basic balance. But apparently they say it's harder to learn 
snowboarding easy to get good at versus skiing is easy to learn harder to get good at yeah do you reckon there's like a bit of a you know how people kind of talk about the snows if they love it like people talk about surfing do you reckon there's like a oh, I reckon, correlation man. there i was saying a butts when we we're there not to get spiritual on you but i'm going to go there it was like when you do these runs they're called runs i think you like go up to the mountain you go to the top of the mountain you're literally on top of a mountain like the views are breathtaking like be- like absolutely stunning you're just like there it's like we we had really good weather it was like bluebird days which like blue sky snow was beautiful all there and you're going down a mountain which can take like you know two to five minutes like depending on how big the run is and because it's so hard to do and you're like learning you're literally so focused on the task at hand like, i've never been so focused on like getting down like focusing on what you need to do it's obviously a new skill so like you're literally thinking about nothing at the time it's genuinely mindfulness like it's like, like nothing i've ever done before all activities where you forget i can't, what think, you, I can't speak higher of it yeah as you, you can tell i had a good time you had some pretty chapped lips though didn't you oh man windburn like now especially at the pace i'm going down those mountains mm, it's um it was it was good but yeah we did anyone who's been a buller like you learn on like Bur- it's called like burke street because it's so fucking busy and people just crashing like everywhere like into each other it's just like beginners how is that relaxing no that's not relaxing and then you go up the mountain and because i was with butts who's like a gun skier he skied since he was like a kid we ended up taking me down like, all these blue runs like a fuck oh like a, he took me down a black run it was my second time going but you just work it out like you have a couple stacks and yeah had a sick time ran into so many people up there as well Dylan friends really? list goggles like there were just so many people up there is it is it like popping off now it's popping off yeah okay it's like yeah. peak season no nah, it's just started okay anyway get up there mount buller best time ever had. question for you what do you think i've been searching for on every night you know what i'm like when i get into something oh no skiing tutorials skiing tutorials skiing kits like i've gone mental on trying to find like the best skiing kit is there let me know of- if you've got some good oh. brands out there i want to like and this isn't a sponsor thing. I want to go into like, I think there's some good stores like Melbourne Ski or I think there's one called Bumps or something like that in um, around Melbourne that I'm going to go into and just load up. What's the ratio between looks versus how good the equipment, how good the apparel is going to be? Look good, feel good. So you don't care okay. how good it is? No, I don't care. As long as I look, look hot, I want to look cool when I'm coming down the mountain. I feel like my experience with uh, skiing apparel, it's always like camouflage or like some weird... Nah, I just probably get like design. navy or black. Yeah. You, don't get, you don't want to stand out too much. You don't want to stand out too much. Anyway, we're going up in August. I haven't told you guys yet, but we're all going up for work. So, we'll see you soon. Is this a bit? Because I definitely knew we were going up. Yeah, okay. I also knew we were going. Okay, well, there you go. I didn't forgot that you knew. You um, actually sent me email. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. Sent so many emails. Um, uh, hey, bit of a shout out as well. Um, Hugo Tubi. So for the people listening out there, Hugo Tubi, we did an episode with him. Um, it's 67, which feels like it was yesterday, but we did an episode with Hugo Tubi. Incredible story, man. Like this, this guy is like unbelievable. Um, was in the army. Uh, was diagnosed with testicular cancer. Unfortunately, I went into remission with bowel cancer. Um, you know, he's had like, a, you know, some real big health scares and just has done so much advocacy for like helping out with like people, um, you know, to go get tested. And hand on heart has actually saved like, not say, oh, he has definitely saved lives, but he's actually um, prompted listeners of the show to go and get tested and they've found things at early stage as well. So it's genuinely saved lives. Like, one of the all-time good guys. One of the all-time good guys. Unfortunately, he's back in hospital at the moment with another 
little um, health scares so sending our love. I spoke to him today, actually, sending our love to him. Um, and, yeah, if anyone's listening to his episode, make sure they jump in his DMs and send some, some love over to big um, Hugo. He's... he's um, He's doing, yeah. He's just the most positive guy ever, but obviously not a not a great time for him and the family. What if episode it, was that? I'm sixty-seven. Go, go episode get a little, uh, listen, I reckon. Yeah, unbelievable. If, if anyone's going to get through the next stage, though, it's, oh, it's, it's him. that guy. Yeah, he's he's, he's, a, a legend. he's a superstar. Absolute superstar. What's with you guys? I went on my first run. After, Since you back after my back injury, yep. um, how'd that go? Really well. I think I'm it's back. Good. So. Um, looking forward to going to a run club with you soon. Yeah, we're going to go to a run club Thursday. It's been very cold in the morning. But we like that, though. Should we do the marathon again? I've registered. I'm just going to sign up and just deal with it. I've registered, and I want you to commit on the Have podcast. you registered? Yeah. For the marathon? Yep. I did my back a week later. Yeah, I'm, I'm like almost certainly going to do it. I didn't really do it properly last year, so I'm Oh, no, I wouldn't it. say that, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say that, man. I know you're going to cut this out of the podcast, but this guy's the worst for making fun of me all no, the time. Right? I wouldn't, I wouldn't I'm say that. I'm not cutting that out of the podcast. I three months for that event. Not I would say, I'd say you definitely did it. <laughs> I'm look, looking over your shoulder and you've got that I got the marathon, marathon medal. medal. I know. Yeah, I've got it too. The Can medal you, doesn't mean anything, yeah. obviously. Oh, yeah. Can you beat your time? Um, I would be keen to do it again. I was thinking about, I was thinking about doing it as the half marathon yeah. just because of the marathon, like I'll definitely do a run on the day, but a marathon you can't underestimate how much time you have to put into that. Like we'll give you half the praise. No, I know, but with golf and you know skiing, oh, it's going to be hard to balance out Busy a marathon man. with it as well. I look but, forward to telling you you're as good as your last run. Well, you haven't got through the second one yet either, so <laughs> I don't know if we can say that yet. My motivation is this guy. <laughs> yeah, that's grim. <laughs> um. Hey, gents, we, what did we talk about last week? I want to talk about what we were talking about today. Yeah, what were we talking about today? You were saying, you were talking about the first time you lied about kissing a girl. Oh, yeah, that's embarrassing. <laughs> this is funny. It's actually... No, we're, we're talking about embarrassing stories and we've got obviously something to go through with the listeners today. And I was saying, you know what else is embarrassingly cringe and like listening back and thinking back on is like when you're at that stage of like having your first kiss and you lie about it, that you've already had one. Yeah, 16. Six, like, I reckon I didn't have like, a ki- my first like proper kiss was probably like year eight. But I reckon I told people I'd like kiss girls like from, you know, my caravan park, but they were just not on social media. So we could never find them. <laughs> and just like, nah, nah, nah. Like, that would have been cute. Search. No, that I didn't get her mobile though. either. Like, yeah, for some reason just couldn't um, track that down. But yeah, no, definitely made out, which was sick. So I've kissed heaps of chicks. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking embarrassing. That's so good. Is that all you wanted me to tell that story? Was it? I just thought it was great. Okay, and we all did it. Not, I don't know. Like, I reckon everyone way, did it in surely. one way or another. Yeah, you know, yeah. You, you you built up a bit of a story that. Was oh there. yeah, definitely, definitely. No, mine were very elaborate. Those stories. Um, let's jump into some stories from the Budgie Smoke Hotline um, of some embarrassing stories that we we didn't get through last week because we were in the car. Um, listen to this one. We actually haven't heard these either, so this is the first time listening to them. There's heaps, so we're going to get these ones. Alrighty, Dill and the group producer, I've got one embarrassing story for you, I'll tell you that. Um, so basically this starts off year 10, um, thinking I'm prime, thinking I'm the, the king of the town. And um, I used to get my lunch, like my mum would, uh, fortunate enough, mum would wake up in the morning and I would just all I'd have to do is roll out of bed and get ready for school and she'd have my lunch ready and then take to school. I love that. And I thought, oh, and every, every week... She put it in a plastic bag. One morning we just had it. We got a little puppy at the time, and she um she the puppy oh, did no. overnight oh, no. did a few poos around the house, oh. and um as puppies do. And 
Mum's woken up in the morning and gone, oh, Jesus, there's shit in the house. She's oh. gone and picked, got a paper towel and picked up the shit. And she's uh, <laughs> also gone to the fridge and gone, oh, what else is out and put in the rubbish? Went, oh, there's a couple off yogurts. So the squeezy yogurts, she put a couple of off yogurts in, tied up in the, paper, uh, in the plastic bag, put it by the front door so oh. she'd grab it on the way through oh. to work oh. Oh. And, uh, and take it out and, uh, and put it in the bin. Little did she know, I was running late that day and she's left my lunch on the kitchen bench, which I hadn't been to all morning, and just saw a plastic bag by the stairs and went, perfect, my lunch is there. Oh my and God. she was hurrying me up to try to drop me off at school because she had to get to work. So I've gone in and grabbed this plastic bag, haven't thought anything of it, put it in my bag, put it in my locker when I get to school. And anyway, recess rolls around, best time of the uh, day, get to eat your food, and I've rolled in and I've gone, geez, the locker rooms. And I was like, shit. <laughs> like everyone in the locker room's going, oh, jeez, things like shit in here. <laughs> and I'm going, oh, jeez, what is that? And anyway, as I get closer to my locker, I'm like, jeez, it's so coming around here, it's so potent. Or oh, everyone's, everyone's talking about it, the talk of the town, the lockers. Anyway, I've opened up my locker and I've just been had a massive whiff of this shit smell. And I've gone, oh no. And then anyway, I've opened up my lunch and I've got a handful of dog shit oh, and fuck? off yogurt for lunch. And I thought my mum was playing some practical joke at me. So I've messaged her, what the fuck is eating at my lunch? <laughs> and she'd realised what she'd done and she's absolutely lost it. Oh my God, that oh, is actually shit. A that really is that clean, is shit. good story. That is a great story. Yeah, good great storytelling. Story. Great storytelling. Great storytelling. He was probably so up and about. He's rocked up to oh. school. He's he thought he had beef stroganoff and oh, a nice healthy Jesus yogurt. Christ. And he's it's got a belly full of dog in shit. Container, it's just straight that. in the bag. What was um just on that topic? As soon as he said like school lunch, I used to have. I reckon literally from year seven to year twelve, the same thing for lunch every day. What was it? Yeah, it was a baker's delight white knot roll. With chicken schnitzel and barbecue sauce. Chicken schnitzel. That's every all I day. had every fucking day. Like that's all I had. Wow. We that just we good. just cook. We do like a big cook up of schnitzels like on the weekend and just fr- like you know put them in the fridge and just have them for the week. Are you having five schnitzels a week? Man, I was schnitting the hell out of it. <laughs> One from me. The mum is obviously playing jokes on him all the time for him to think that was yeah, a joke. Absolutely. Yeah. Gotcha. Like, who, who finds shit in the pan? And goes oh classic mum again. Classic. Oh, she's funny like that. Hello, my beautiful friends and family. Guess what? I am back. I am back. Third time lucky. My third time drafted in my life. I'll be making a return to footy as a part of the Carlton Draft, along with some big household names. Not as big as my name, but uh, some quite big names. Isaac Smith, Trent Cotchen, Matty Lloyd, Lee Montagna. Some of the all-time greats of our game, as I've just mentioned. One lucky Victorian women's community club will get the chance to draft the AFLW GOAT, Aaron Phillips, to play as a wildcard. How bloody good is that? If you're a part of women's community footy and you are keen to get Aaron down, enter now at thecarltondraft.com.au. That's thecarltondraft.com.au. G'day, guys. Dill here. This should not come as a surprise to anyone, given he's one of the biggest and best sports broadcasters in Australia, but Brian Taylor's podcast, Life of Brian, is absolutely flying at the moment. Recently, he's had on James Brayshaw, Tony Jones, his nephew and Sydney midfielder James Rowbottom, and even horse teeth Tommy Sheridan. Life of Brian is not just about the guests. It also provides a great insight behind the scenes of the football media and BT's life away from the mic. He's a very, very 
quirky man. Who would have thought picking up sticks is so important? The show is hosted by his son Harrison and it's fair to say the apple doesn't fall far from the tree because Harrison gives Brian a run for his money. Life of Brian is a clubby sports podcast and it should be in your rotation. IllyXX. Love that. Uh, next one. Uh, g'day, Bill and Co. Uh, just listening to the little mini about the most embarrassing story and um, I like the line of um, embarrassing kiss moments so I thought I'd just contribute my own. Um, I was a bit like... A bit afraid of girls, I could I guess you could say, in high school. Um, so the fridge was thrown out a little bit. And uh, I went, went in for the first kiss. And um, I nervous as hell, just palms sweating, knees weak, arms heavy, you know, the girl. And um, I've gotten a little, like, electric zap, like, you know, those friction zaps you get. Um, I got one of those off the lid. And oh, I don't know, my first thought in that nervous moment was like, fuck, she's bit me. So, instead of like keeping it quiet, I've just gone straight out to her. Why did you buy me? Um, and she's come, she's like, she's gone, no, nah, I didn't buy you. And I'm like, no, no, you did, I swear. We had a little bit of back and forth about that. Um, it was girlfriend at the time. Um, and probably a week later, I was a single man again. So, that was my embarrassing story. First time I went for my first kiss as well. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, don't accuse the biting. Nah, Cop the zap. Just let that one go. The one that got away from the, one the zap. That got away. Wait, can we um, just quick on what's the zap thing? I didn't really. The zap thing. You don't know what a zap is. When you like electricity and you pick something up and it zaps you. Oh, is it? So that, they've had I, it on the lips. Oh, okay, I thought it was like some kind of little like zapping machine or no, something. No, no. Like, happens actually, like if like, you walk on carpet. I feel yeah. like a lot. You yeah. get that friction. I think you can get it as well if you have like a balloon. Yeah, yeah. The balloon. Science. Yeah, I know what you mean. Stuff, man. We love science. Oh, that's all we've got time for today. That's all the embarrassment I can handle. Um, but we'll keep playing a few throughout the week coming hey one other thing i want to do um and i think we did this a couple of weeks ago with moose and i, I know what it. it is what is it you want to go around the circle and say one nice thing about each no, other no no not, not today um <laughs> i want to do the thing where we get um on the hotline on the budget smoker budget smoker hotline oh by the way those two callers get budgies so we're gonna message them. Yeah, good. Yeah, Woo-hoo. they get budgie. So we'll we'll definitely message uh, you via that number, and we'll get in touch with the budgie smugglers. Use the dealer friends code ten percent off. Thanks, And guys. the best callers get budgie smugglers. I want to do next week a budgie smuggler hotline of calling your business and sell it to us in under ten seconds for yes. a promotion. So like, I want to help small businesses. We want to help small businesses. Call up, explain your business, and we'll give it a shout out on the show. But you've got to do it in like a funny under ten second way of just like promoing your business. I'd love to hear like a jingle as well. Yeah, even as jingles are any, anything, jingle anything you want, Most and we want to promo yeah. your business. So we'll get down there and um, prom- it can be anything. Ten seconds, ten to fifteen seconds. Ten so seconds. The jingles is tough. will be looked upon fondly. Jingles are great. Jingles are fantastic. So yeah, we want to get out there. We did it with Moose last week with his cafe. Um, but yeah, definitely call up and give us a jingle of your business so we can promote it. We'd love to do that. Help you out. Hopefully get some people in the door. And if it's around them, it's near us, we'll be getting down there too. Don't worry about that. Did you want to do a quick jingle for Dylan Friends? Jingle? No, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. Or can you do it? No, I need some inspiration. I'll do it. Definitely. Um, hey, boys, what are we listening to watching at the moment? I've got a good one for you. I was actually going to go at the moment. I'm really going to try to get back into reading. Really, really going to try and get back into reading. And Matt Gould, a good friend of the show, is going to be listening to this right now. He sent me a book a year ago. And he said, Dill, you're going to love it. you absolutely love this book. It's called Crusher. I've literally got it behind me. I was going to say, you've got a large selection of books Large there, selection of books. I don't I've know how many you've read. Crusher. This book Matt Gould sent me. He said, I'd absolutely love it. He's actually even... 
Oh, it's a signed copy as well, which is unbelievable. So I'm going to try and get into that, which is a true crime story from a unique PR legend crusher. You just can't make this shit up. That's what it's called. Um, Australian guy, apparently. Yeah, I haven't read it yet, so I don't know what it's about. Um, but that's one I'm going to listen, uh, read. Another one I'm going to read is called Good to Great, Jim Collins, which is a famous, very famous sort of self-help businessy sort of book that I really want to get to. A few, a few mentors have told me to read that one. Um, and two that I can recommend, Boy Swallows Universe... Yeah, I haven't one. heard it's Australian. Troy Dalton, yeah. I think his name is. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. author. Um, unbelievable. And then Honeybee as well. Two good books that I've read, which are very well-known ones. Everyone listening that reads will know them. Um, but check them out if you're struggling to get into reading, get it going. Because I'm gonna, tr- I really want to try and start reading a bit more. Yeah, you know when um, Nick Crocker was talking about, you know, building positive habits. Yes, reading's your positive habit. It's trying, trying to, to be. Yeah. How do you try and break that down and go like I'm going to actually make this happen by doing XYZ? I think the best when I've been in a good habit of it is when you like take it to bed and you go I'm going to read at least 10 pages before I go. and you start the goal so small. Like yeah. oh, I'm going to read like four pages each night and then as you get better at it it gets easier. But it's like you finish a book and if you don't get it on straight away it's hard to fall out of the habit of not having one. I'm really good at starting books but mm. like finishing them it's like I just slowly... It's not like I lose interest in the book. It's just like I slowly just stop reading. Yeah, I know. It's tough. There's always like one stage in the book that's like really hard to get over. Yeah. That was the that was the thing with that Boy Swallows Universe book I read. So I read that, got halfway through, probably three, I caught, oh, you know, two, six of the way through. And I like put it down. Then one day I was like, fuck, I'm going to pick this back up. And literally read that chapter and was hooked from there. So it's like you just nearly need to get to that spot where it's like you're yeah. in yeah this is gonna this is gonna sound we don't even need to include this but we should definitely all read the same book why, why don't we all read are we doing a book club yeah because why don't we all read yeah why don't we all read um okay maybe send something in you want us to read that we should all read together yeah and we'll do like a chapter each okay week. i've got a good book recommendation but you've read it though no, not for oh, us. Not sorry, for just yeah, for our okay, loyal for listeners. Else. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, open Andre Agassi autobiography. Oh, I've heard this is a good one. Very, very good. Yeah. He um he goes into like his ultimate um like goal in life was yeah. to like become number one in the world, win yes. majors, and like then he'd be happy after he did that. And he said he like he wins Wimbledon or one of the um, tournaments, mm-hmm. and he just like felt empty. Yeah. And he was like, "All right, what's my life?" purpose if it's not tennis mma yeah. when i then i yeah exactly yep. when i'll then i'll we had that a couple of weeks ago ben crow is big on that too i think bennett crow actually worked with Andre agassi makes um, sense it's like the most basic thing like you know but you know it's it hard you know it but you don't know what you know till you know it yes what i'm saying I'll I'm, give that, I'm gonna even give that a seven out of ten yeah the quote or the book the quote oh thank you hey before we finish up i want to talk about tom harkin quickly episode latest well first let's go bt that was unbelievable that broke some records at that went yeah, absolutely. The people mental. love Brian. Absolutely love Brian. Um, he was awesome. Great guy. I love the show. If you haven't listened to that one, hilarious, but also like insightful. I love that chat with him. Storytelling was storytelling unreal. was just second to none. Like he's just unbelievable at storytelling. Um, special one for this week. I really loved it. I know Darcy, you loved it too. Um, Sam, I'm assuming you liked it. Loved it. Uh, Tom Harkin from the um, Tomorrow Man, Tomorrow Woman, Tomorrow People unbelievable story love this guy is so authentic so cool as i said in the show this guy's had a massive impact on me personally that's like the reason i first thing i ever saw about mental health um loved his story like really inspired me to get into this sort of field and just yeah never thought i'd really meet him but it's been awesome to catch up have a chat with him and just loved how open and honest he was even at the end he was saying he's like you know what i'm not even 
going that well at the moment. Yeah. I was struggling and, yeah. you know, it was just made you feel good because I think we can get in those spaces where we listen to stuff and something I never want to be on our show, like talking a lot about is like what to do and what to do and you'll feel fine after this. He's sort of saying like, I do all this stuff, but you know what, I still feel shit sometimes, but it's about, you know, getting better as well. It's like normalizing not chance. being cool, or like not, normalizing not being happy all the time isn't such a bad thing. You're like, you, you've got to have range. Range was good. When he spoke about that, range. like that was brilliant. Yeah. yeah. You're not you're not chasing like perfection. You're just yeah. like trying to get better. What did you, what did you, like, the range, explain it? So he, I don't know if I'll do a very good job of this, but he, he spoke about range for a while and it was all about like, in life you're presented with all these different circumstances and if you're just this guy who claims to be like a man's man like a blokey tough guy who only handles situations as a tough blokey guy it's like it's going to wear you down if you're reacting to every situation like that so you need to have range and be able to deal with different scenarios and different emotions um just to to get through without yeah. breaking down loved it that was good really good and i really liked loved that point but i also love the point where he said there's other times where like you could be really struggling but you actually need to go you know what fuck it i need to back myself in here and i need to use my range and draw from other experiences and i know i can get through it just step up and be just, strong just be you know be strong and be the person um that you know you can be so it was talking about yeah. both bits and like i suppose you don't have one without the other like the range of being able to ask for help and then learning from that and then knowing that you can get through it. Like they work hand in hand. So I really, really like that part because there's sometimes, you know, we focus a lot on um, reactiveness with like uh, these situations, like reacting to things, but I love preventing it and like being able to like find yourself and help yourself before you actually need help is actually better than being able to help yourself when it's uh, when you get to a shit situation, which he was really talking about, which is cool. One thing that I actually enjoyed that you said oh which is rare because no, i'm just kidding. um you said like when you're being vulnerable like when you open up to your mates and stuff you're not just gonna like open up straight away mm. and pour out and tell them your, your deepest darkest secrets like it's a skill and like yeah. you actually have to just ease into it which i think can be a scary thing for a lot of people for sure oh for sure like that was when i think i don't know if we actually spoke about it on the show but with that I spoke about it a little bit was like the first time we ever spoke about mental health on this podcast i remember even mentioning the word and i was sweating mm. and i wasn't even talking about myself wasn't even talking about anything i was just literally mentioning the word and you just get better at being in that space and like you don't go from that to just telling your deepest darkest secrets it's, it's, it's something that you can just gradually grow you get more comfortable and you just it's like anything so yeah thank it's not you. even like a personal thing though i think like the more you talk about it especially on platforms like this it just creates like easier spaces for easier. other people to talk about it in the future. Like mm. young people will be able to talk about mental health now is because like the general public is more open to talking about it. Yeah. Which is which is obviously a great thing. Great point. Book, Sammy, before we finish, have you got one? Or are you looking at anything? Or are you open to recommendations? Book I read when I was, you know, going through probably like my late teens, early 20s. That was really, really good. Well, in my opinion, obviously. Uh, Into the Wild. That's a movie now? I've seen oh, the no. film. Based on the book. Yeah. Based on the book? Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. about a guy who... I thought they wrote the book after the movie. Oh, you know what? I actually <laughs> I actually already spoke about this on the podcast, but I spoke about the movie. Oh, did you? But I just love the book so much, obviously. Yeah, okay. Good soundtrack on the movie. Yeah. Yeah, really good. Yep. Yeah. Well, I, need, I think they need to get Secret Life of Walter Mitty into a book. <laughs> go backwards? Yeah, go backwards. Make the book of the movie. I think they do They do that sometimes, but it's quite weird. That is weird. Um, boys, love yous, leave yous, and... Who have you got coming up next week? Oh, I've got something coming up next week. Oh, my God. Rich, oh, rich, oh, man. 
<laughs> I want to be a rich old man. Did, do you remember that song? Sort of. As a kid? Yeah. I don't know. I, I thought, don't really. I, thought, I feel like I just remember people singing it. I thought that's off the, the Simpsons. Okay. Um, not sure. Macho. I just remember that being... Macho Man. That's Macho Man, but I reckon Richmond Cheer Squad used to say, Rich oh, right. Rich oh man. Anyway, oh, if they did, they did. If they didn't, they didn't. Apologies. Um, but yeah, Matty Richardson on the pod next week. Um, Ned Brockman coming up as well. The runner that's just absolutely borderline crazy running from WA to Sydney. who's an absolute legend. In like a real short amount of time. Short amount of time, man. This guy like an ultramarathon in inspi- day inspiring. Um, but yeah, it's crazy what he's doing. Um, but yeah, we've got some sick pods coming up as well. Like really good um, pods with... Hopefully made contact with um, Katrina Bissett, who is a Com Games um, athlete, absolute star. She's got an incredible story. Would love to get her on. Um, bef- she's trying to win a medal. She's for trying it. to win. Yeah, she's obviously trying to win a medal first, which is more important. Priorities come. Priorities on. definitely. Um, but we'd love to get her on. Just chasing some UK ones. Up. Choosing some, chasing some UK ones hard. Really, really hard chasing UK ones. We're obviously going to the UK now. Can't wait for that. Um, which would be awesome. So cannot wait. So much going on at the moment. Love you all so much. Just love you. So that's all I have to say. Do you love everyone? Yeah. And we might, and we're playing golf on Friday. We are playing golf on you Friday. You know what I want to yeah. do? Filming, I want to put something on the line oh, for no. the game in no. some way. You know I get competitive. Just like one hole or something. Okay. Are you doing that because I told you earlier that I haven't played in a very, very long time? No. Do you see the More Greens logo is now added as well? Get on More Greens Golf on Instagram. Check out the new branding um, of that too. Which is yeah, cool. We'll figure something, something out in the day. Okay. Um, Call in fam, shout out your businesses. Um, love you all so much. Bye. See you later, bye. Ely. Bye.